This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. If you've got a passion for pumpkin, you've got to get to Dunkin' and pick these up. Our new pumpkin cream cold brew, smooth, bold cold brew topped with velvety pumpkin cream cold foam, and our delicious pumpkin spice signature latte, rich espresso topped with whipped cream, caramel drizzle, and cinnamon sugar, and our perfectly pumpkin donuts, munchkin treats, pumpkin muffins, and more. That's how we pumpkin at Dunkin'. Pick your pumpkin at Dunkin', like our new pumpkin cream cold brew, pumpkin spice signature latte, and our perfectly pumpkin treats. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Episode number 375. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my stand-in co-host is my company's senior SEO, Scott Fanak. Well, fellow Siki, how you feeling? Fantastic. Yeah. Really. <laughs> <laughs> we both have had colds. Well, I just had this whopper that put me out for a week and a half, two weeks, and it was a, uh, and what was it, uh, acute sinusitis and bronchitis. And uh, just, it was miserable. Um, and now I know you've got this bit of either flu or something too, right? Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on with me, but it's more more of a cold, head cold type stuff, you know, sinus congestion, all the yeah. miserable stuff that goes with that. Lovely, lovely, lovely. And it's, it's just going all over the place here. Of course, my, my doctor, as soon as I went in to see him, because I had had enough of this damn thing, was, um, he says, no. And he says, so you think you got the coronavirus? And he chuckled. Oh geez! So he's he's had so many people worried about it, of course, and it's not necessarily to laugh about, it, except for the fact that the people are obviously being paranoid. There's none of that in our area yet, really, of any concern. So, but yeah, sad stuff going on over there. Anywho, um, I do apologize to our listeners uh, between my illness and just random events. Uh, Johnny and I and Scott and I just haven't had a chance to do a show. So uh, glad to be back on. And uh, we've got lots to share. Um, even without going back in time with our news, there's plenty of stuff going on. Um, from the general SEO point of view, um, there is a currently unconfirmed, but um, certainly notable uh, uh, algorithm fluctuation happening right now on Google um, on Search Engine Roundtable. Uh, Barry has noted that it was uh, important enough that he actually posted on the weekend instead of a Monday, which he normally does. Uh, and this is because it just, it seems absolutely potentially massive. He, I guess he's seeing a lot more buzz about this than in most of the other ones. Um, any regular listeners know that we, you know, Barry's usually on top of just about anything. The, the smallest changes that are, are, are making an impact across the, the whole net. But this one seems to really have caught his eye. So we'll have to see what's going on. It's, it is, again, unconfirmed. Um, but there are people who have seen dramatic drops 
Um, and even the odd, of course, positive, but um, really bizarre stuff. I don't know, Scott, have you, I mean, we really been, you know, had our nose to the grindstone lately, but I don't think we've seen anything dramatic, have we? No, I checked a ton of my clients this morning, actually, and it's just sort of the same old, same old, you know, like not, you know, maybe a few small improvements here, drops here. Traffic is about the same as I would expect it to be, um, which is kind of, it's fantastic and terrible because when I hear about these big updates, I kind of get super nervous and super excited, you know, like I'm nervous in case some clients dropped and that didn't happen. So then it's, come on, let's see if we have any big wins and it's all just sort of status quo, which, hmm. you know, it means I don't have to do anything to react to it. Well, that's not entirely true, but nothing specific to individual clients. But uh, I, I'm not seeing anything that I'm involved in affected hmm. by this as of yet anyways. Could be these are big, you know, widely um, scattered sites or sites with widely scattered rankings that are seeing, you know, that are more, um, oh, I can't speak. They're, they're more apt to be disturbed by a ranking update. I don't know. Yeah, very well. It could be, or people sort of operating in the gray area of SEO that are being affected or something. It's, yeah, I never want to be there, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they are yeah. always getting that. Of course, they live and breathe it and probably are addicted to it. So it's a whole yeah. other world. Um, anyways, something to keep an eye on if you ever hear anything about it. Uh, if you want to keep an eye on things, definitely watch Search Engine Roundtable. That's seroundtable.com. Um, Barry's always great at keeping on top of this stuff. Next up, Facebook buys a augmented reality startup, uh, which is building a one-to-one -one digital map of the physical world. Now, um, the idea of this, if you're not familiar with augmented reality, is that you would look through lenses um, or just look out on the world, let's just say, in case there's many other technologies I won't get into that don't require lenses, but that you would look out and you would see um, an overlay over reality that shows everything from unfortunately ads to um, addresses to, you know, um, information about a particular store or maybe the history of a place or you know, a whole number of things. There's, there's, there's a lot of fascinating potential to augmented reality. Um, anyways, uh, this particular company claims its visual positioning system quote provides centimeter level location recognition at a previously unprecedented scale, unquote. Um, anyway, it's, it seems to be a, another good indicator that Facebook is moving closer and closer to uh, augmented reality being uh, ubiquitous at some point. Um, I don't know when that will be. I've certainly seen enough technology coming. I just never know whether or not that's actually gonna make it to uh, the consumer uh, and when. Uh, it's just, there's so many unknowns. I cannot wait until it does. It's just, you know me, I'll be on the bandwagon. <laughs> um, I noted actually Google launched uh, another um, one of the uh, Google headsets. Uh, what do they call those things? Google Glass. Another Google Glass, and it's actually available to the public, but old. Uh, it hasn't no really taken, yeah, it hasn't really taken off like I kind of thought it might. Yeah, me neither. I think, well, what it came down to is too many people were worried about their, their uh, um, privacy. And, and, and I get that. I mean, I, I don't personally feel that way about it, but I get how people do feel that way. Um, and yeah, it just got a bad, quite a stigma. Uh, however, 
anyone who thinks that augmented reality won't be the future is, um, I think, missing the boat. It's, it is definitely going to be a future for many, not everyone, but for many. Um, and anyways, it, it is interesting. And from an SEO perspective, the reason I even bring it up is because SEO, search engine optimization, will be an overlay over reality at some point. I have no question in my mind about it. Um, how that will look is, well, it's going to be much different than what we expect, I'm sure, because what we're expecting is fairly chunky and, and ugly as, more, as usually things are. Like you won't see a lot of bubbles over top of things. That would be pretty distracting. Um, but with the current technology of um, eye navigation that is out there, and it is there, and apparently it's even easier than typing. Um, uh, the people who have taken to trying it and actually giving it a, a college try, they've gotten to the point where they're like, well, this is the future. Um, you know, that is going to be the future of search, future of everything. Um, so it's, it's fascinating. I, I can say that pretty confidently again, just because I'm always reading about this stuff and it just makes good sense. All these new technologies come back and we, you know, we see them get refined and have their place. And yeah. And, and usually you read about these things and some people are way ahead of their time and then they're the ones who don't succeed, even though they were the ones who invented a particular technology. And then in the future, some guy like Apple or Google takes it and just kills with it because they had the means. Yeah. And it's sad to see because you know, these inventors may not have received a penny for any of this. Uh, it's pretty common, unfortunately. You know, I'm looking at this article and all I can think of is some combination of this augmented reality mixed with facial recognition and AI to just sort of, you know, you hold your phone up to a crowd and you can see the name of every single person in the crowd or, <laughs> or anyone, that's, anyone that's one of your Facebook friends. They, they're highlighted on your screen so you can find where they are. You know, that part like that. I can see. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. It's going to be, there's going to be a very dark side to all this. Um, I don't know. I, I <laughs> want it to scary. happen. I just get sort of stuck in the, what are going to be the blocks and that they become huge. They just become enormous and overwhelming. So it's, I'd love to hear what John has to say about it. Maybe I'll bring it up again in the next show. All right, let's take a quick break and we come back. We're going to, Touch on some more news. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Here's the truth you need to know about podcasting. The biggest problem you face right now as a future podcaster is the myth that it takes an enormous amount of time or effort to produce a high-quality professional podcast. Luckily for you, there's a solution to your problem. If you're an online marketer who really needs to grow an audience of buyers but can't do all the heavy lifting alone, then here's the solution you're looking for. Introducing the DFY Podcasting System. Here's what you get. 30 minutes of one-on-one -on -one training. A weekly podcast for you or your company. Distribution to almost every podcast portal. An embeddable player for your website. An ebook called How to Podcast, created for WMR.FM show hosts. And much, much more. And best of all, You'll start seeing results with the DFY podcast system within a couple of weeks. You're just one podcast away from growing brand awareness and engagement in your business. Log on to podcast.wmr.fm and sign up for a deeply discounted rate today. That's podcast.wmr.fm. It passes before it's noticed. A slight rising of the eyebrows, a widening of the eyes. It may be accompanied by an almost imperceptible inhalation. The heart adds a beat like a quiet exclamation point on the experience. 
Within a tenth of a second, the reaction has passed, but not without leaving its mark. Someone found what they're looking for. Does your website deliver impulses to act? It can. Intended Consequences is the podcast for digital marketers who see their job as changing hearts and minds. If you're frustrated, bored, or in a rut, it's time to spread your wings with me, Brian Massey, and my guests. Find out how successful, curious, creative, and data-driven marketers are making a difference on purpose. Visit IntendedPodcast.com or find us where you get your podcasts. Intended Consequences. Marketing on Purpose. LPO, Landing Page Optimization, where we make marketers great using design, data, psychology, and attitude. Join our host, Brian Massey, best known as the Conversion Scientist, as he sits down with leading marketers to help you create campaigns that deliver. LPO, only on webmasterradio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my company senior SEO, Scott Vanak. All right, next is a survey. I want you to fill us in on that. Yeah, so this is kind of interesting. Search Engine Land put out a survey. Actually, I don't know if they put it out. Somebody put it out. Um, there was a survey on uh, with 500 participants uh, to find out what influences their click-through uh, when they do a search at Google. And there were basically three factors that they looked at. Um, the title, the description, and any brand name uh, uh, occurrence in the listing. And the results... The only reason I found it interesting is the results were not what I would expect them to be. Um, they showed that almost 63% of the survey participants look towards the description the most as influencing a click-through, which was very surprising. Um, I would have guessed brand name or brand recognition or uh, the title of the, the listing would draw the most eyes, and because it would for me anyways. Uh, but the description did, which is... It kind of goes along with what we've been saying for a long time. So the meta description doesn't directly impact your organic rankings anymore, but it does indirectly affect them because it can influence click-through rate. And this study basically shows right there, at least based on these 500 participants, that you know 63% of them are looking at that meta description. And if you've got a good meta description, you've got a better chance of attracting some of that traffic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, so here's some the key findings, other key findings from Ignite Visibility, the one that did the, this uh, report. It says, majority of respondents are not receptive to ads in the search results. Most, 85.2%, preferred to click on organic results, and 66.7% responded that if Google added more ads to the results, they would want to use the search engine less. Hmm, I like that. Um, next, written content is still king. D- despite the growing emphasis on video and image production, still prefer to see written content in the search results. Web privacy continues to be a concern for users. In the case of ad targeting, 62.1% had no idea why Google was targeting them for certain ads. (laughs) I know that one well. Um, Ranking number one isn't everything. Yes, ranking higher is better, but most respondents looked at more than three search results before deciding to click. Uh, 
which uh, everyone knew that and was aware of that. And it's something that we've, we tried to stress with clients, but um, there's still that old school. Got be number one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it is not the case anymore. In fact, uh, we'll get to something a little later showing that the variation in who's number one and such, it's just, it's all over the map. And there's just really no way to, to focus just on that. Be in the top, top 10, even top five. That's huge. And you're, you're likely to get a number one. You're likely to, to move into that spot occasionally. Um, good news for Google. Most searchers are satisfied with the search results. When asked, 72% replied that the search engine was mostly accurate at matching their queries with search results. Um, so those are some of the key ones. There's, a, there's more information. You can download it from Ignite Visibility. Good, good work, guys. And uh, hopefully... Um, it helps people get a better understanding of what's working and, and what they need to focus on in their campaigns. All right. Next up is local SEO. Uh, so another bug at Google, my business. What a shocker. You know, I, th I think there's a connection here. I, I figured it out. Every time I tap in for John and, and join SEO 101, we're talking about a bug. <laughs> and I think it's me like it knows I'm coming on and so let's get some bugs out there uh, don't worry about it it's actually happened a ton with John too it's, <laughs> it's just Google my business is a mess it's a, it's a total dumpster fire um, in this case uh, another post from search engine roundtable um, Barry had picked up that there's a lot of posts being rejected I guess amongst his different places he's monitoring um, and you know one of the Twitter examples he posted uh, the guy said to quote him, the post is actually showing in search, but marked as rejected in the Google My Business dashboard. <sighs> Something is very broken, unquote. <laughs> uh, now, to make everyone happy here, potentially, um, Rob DeSalvo uh, posted in one of the, gosh, where was I? It was one of the forums, I guess. Um, I looked around at a few places. It says, I may have found a way around this. I was having the same issue. I found if I publish the text version of my post and, and publish, yeah, publish the text version of my post, then come back and edit that post and add the picture, the post is approved and published, unquote. All right, so um, that's, that's one way around it. Unfortunately, we have to find ways around these glitches and Google My Business, although it has become a greater um, of, of greater importance to Google. It's still a long way from um, getting the type of uh, attention it deserves, in my opinion. Eh, anyway, when I saw that, I just groaned out loud. There's <laughs> so many things. And Google Posts is a big thing for many, many um, businesses. They want to be able to post the latest event coming. Um, they want to post... <laughs> Google talked to me there. Um, they want to post to... Um, about specials, discounts, anything along those lines. Anyways, it, it, to not have those working all of a sudden must be extremely frustrating. All right, let's take a quick break. And we come back, we're going to touch on some more news. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. 
TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let WebmasterRadio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. WebmasterRadio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm. Hosted by myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my company senior SEO, Scott Vanak. All right, and another post here. Um, um, what's her name? J going to Joy Hawkins here, posted on Sterling Sky. She posted three reasons why you should ignore the views metric in Google My Business Insights. Now, this is something that we've discussed before. Um, and I've, we've even had discussions in-house about it, but I liked how she couched this, and I think it's important for anyone with a Google, with a local uh, business to review something along these lines. This is good. He says, she says, um, she says, I've long found that the views metric inside Google My Business Insight is one of the most misunderstood metrics in the local search industry. Um, she said that when you look at your um, report that says where visitors, where customers view your business on Google, it just says, let's hear in this example, total views, 734,000. Well, <laughs> anytime someone loads a map and it happens to have your business showing on the map, that's considered a view, which is ridiculous, of course, because people aren't actually looking for you necessarily. They're looking for another business. Um, however, it is branding. So there is a certain val validity to, to having that tracked. Similarly, um, in her example here, she says, when I searched for my favorite sushi restaurant, I just gave their competitors listed at the bottom of the knowledge panel a view. I can safely say that I did not pay any attention to any of them or notice them with the exception of writing this article. So um, competitors were show showing up um, and so were, you know, those, her, the business that she's monitoring. Um, again, showed up as a view. Uh, Google My Business also includes data from Google Ads. So that's uh, another thing that further messes that up. 
Her recommendation are, is to look at the queries. They're reported by unique users and they can actually give you useful data around what phrases are type, users are typing into Google to find your listings. She also mentions actions. Although the number of phone calls listed here are only 40 to 60% of the real phone calls. So when you do look at that and it says you've had this many phone calls, just keep in mind it's only a portion of it. The reason for that is um, oftentimes people are calling from desktop and that's not tracked because they're literally picking up a phone and, and calling you instead of using their mobile phone where they click to call. Obviously the other one's not gonna be tracked, only the mobile will. Uh, discovery searches. Um, this is what she says here. This is what most people should be looking at instead of use since it's a representation of the searches that were done on Google that triggered the business listing and the search results, unquote. Triggered, that's the key word here. Um, anyway, there are, you know, th this data, none of it's, not all of it's created equal. And I think that's, it's really important everyone knows that because you will see incredibly weird fluctuations and she shows examples of that for the total views and all that. Uh, it just, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, and that's why um, you don't want to focus on it too much and take it too seriously. No, it, it could be useful, but yeah, it's, I feel like a good analogy might be somebody, a view being treated as somebody driving past your business in their car. You know, they, they probably didn't see your, your shop, but mm -hmm. they might've. Um, so maybe it's sort of a, if you've got a lot of views, but you're not getting a lot of extra sales or anything, maybe tweaking your listing or, or doing what you can to try to draw eyeballs to it and where possible might be useful. Yeah. Like your description. <laughs> like the description. Exactly. <laughs> um, another part here, something I, I came across when I was looking at Joy's um, uh, discussions in her local search forum. Uh, she says rankings in competitive industries are almost always choppy. And this is a post. We'll have this in our show notes. So you can check that out. Uh, and I apologize if that's coming out a little slowly right now. We just made a switch in uh, uh, employees monitoring and, and running that. So it's a little, just a, a few um, stumbling blocks at the moment, but it'll be back on track. Um, she's, she, she noted that um, in this case, uh, legal, uh, the legal area in a large city, the more it fluctuates for really competitive terms. And there's an, she posts a graph um, over 30 days and it just looks like a choppy sea. I mean, there's really no um, stable ranking at all. I mean, yes, they do show up in, this, in, the, in, the, in the top three, but whoever's in three might be one the next day. I mean, it's all over the map. And I just said maps. So what's next? Time to sing happy birthday, except I don't want to sing. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh, Google Maps' fifteenth birthday, or it was last week, I guess. Last week it was. So happy birthday to Google Maps! That's uh, fifteen years. Jeez, it doesn't seem like oh, that long. Crazy, eh? No, just in... again. I guess it does. I have been using it in a long time, but wow. You know, and they'll they're still my go-to. You know, I I try Apple Maps every now and then, and it's just not as good. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just don't like it. I won't go there. You, yeah, I know, I know you're not an Apple guy. <laughs> but, but I'm with you on this one. Like, you don't use Apple Maps and neither do I. So there we go. I agree yeah. with you in that, that yeah, regard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they certainly have improved a lot, Google Maps. It's yeah, certainly about 15 years ago, it was not something you'd focus on by any stretch. Um, so what I mean, were we using then? MapQuest, I think, wasn't it? Yep. Yep. Yeah. MapQuest was everything then. 
And I mean, nowadays there's ways, there's a whole bunch of things, but of course some of them are already connected with Google too. Um, uh, so, but then there's more comp competitors out there coming. The one thing you and I were talking about before we started the show was um, how cool it is within Google Maps that you can, you can actually scroll back in time using their timeline and see how things have changed with a satellite view. It's pretty cool. Um, like for example, in Victoria, they built a brand new bridge um, with the, um, that was a bit of a debacle to put it mildly. But anyways, once it was done, there was some significant changes to the whole area and going back in time using uh, Google earth. It was very cool. I mean, what I could see there and I should say not Google maps, Google earth is where you can do that. Um, anyway, highly recommended. It's, it's really quite, quite a trip when you're looking at areas that you know have changed a, a great deal. You'll see the, those segment changes over time. All right. Well, I uh, think we covered a lot there. I know there were some questions, but we just can't get them today. So be on behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing and my company's senior SEO, Scott Fanak. Thank you for joining us today. Remember, we have a show notes newsletter you can sign up for at seo101radio.com. And that way you don't miss a single link and you can refresh your memory of a past show at any time. Have a great week and remember to tune into future episodes, which are at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, every Monday on webmasterradio.fm. Thanks for listening, everyone. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.